listening to Curtains Up, a celebration of Auckland's amateur and professional theatre, 1950-1980. We hear from long-time theatre, radio, television and film actor Elizabeth McRae. In this next track, Elizabeth talks about the rise and fall of Auckland theatre, with particular focus on the story of the Mercury Theatre. In Auckland, we've um, seen a lot of theatres rise and fall, and I I'm yes, uh, you can talk about that a little bit. Yes, well, the first one, in my experience, that dramatically died was the Mercury, uh, which was a very interesting setup, really, because um, it, it sort of coincided in my mind with a sort of change in theatrical practice. I mean, my husband designed the theatre in the first place in, uh, what, 1967 or so. And the and the we had a um, Tony Richardson came over from England, and his idea was to do a huge variety of of the best of all sorts of theatres, uh, best of all sorts of productions of dramas. So that included, you know, your popular musical, which would sort of subsidise your new Japanese play or whatever. So you know, he he was he wanted a big theatre, and that seemed the best idea at that time. Um, so it was built for 658 or 680 seat theatre. Um, but the theatre sort of changed and I suppose reflected what was happening overseas. Casts became smaller in the, in the modern plays. Modern, you know, modern plays had fewer people. Anyway, uh, after some years, I can't remember what year the Mercury folded, can you? 19... Was it 90? Something like that. Uh, yes. I forgot the exact year, but it, I think it was early 90s. Uh, and um, it was when uh, Raymond Hawthorne was, was director, and he was putting on a lot of plays from uh, overseas, uh, you know, the latest thing in England, usually, the latest play in England. Uh, there were two theatres there. There was Downstairs, which is the big theatre, and they were also doing opera, which was worked extremely well in the 680-seat theatre. It worked but that was the beginning of, of opera in Auckland, and, you know, not, not apart from the National Opera, which was touring, but the indigenous opera indigenous to Auckland was done at the Mercury, and there were some very fine productions there. Um, but it, 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 there was an upstairs theatre, uh, a little theatre, which w- was popular, but people had stopped going. In fact, when I think about it, my husband and I had stopped going to quite a few plays. And if I had stopped going, there was something wrong. There was something... We were no longer surprised, maybe. Yeah, there were no surprises. There were sort of smooth, elegant productions, one after another, with usually the same people. Um, and people had stopped going. However, the debt was not so enormous. It was something like 300000 which, you know, today is something you would cover quite reasonably easily. However, that was closed down and, um, you know, very suddenly there were pictures of the actors leaving the theatre, about about to put their makeup on and having to grab all their gear and leave and the doors were shut. And it was eventually sold to a, a fundamentalist church group. And the equipment was supposed to be given or certainly sold, but probably given to a like-minded society. And I think some of it went to the watershed, but some of it, I don't I don't know what happened to it. But there, I mean, there was a huge 
There was huge wardrobe, huge lot of um, electrical equipment, all that sort of stuff. It was closed quickly, and uh, it was all a real mess. I don't think in England you'd find a building being so- a theatre building being sold like that. Yeah. So it was a terrible shock. Recorded in August 2005, an oral history project. Women in Auckland who have worked in the acting profession talk about their lives. Interview between Jean Highland and Elizabeth McCray. Curtains up! The exhibition is open for viewing at Tamaki Pātaka Kōrero, the Central City Library, from August the 28th to the end of November 2019.